Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm really excited to have Stephanie Weeks on the show. She is the owner of the Weeks team, a mortgage loan officer, and she is the author of Mortgage Peace. So thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me on. This is exciting. Yeah. Yay. I'm fine. I'm so glad we're finally able to connect and just, uh, I'm really excited to hear about your recent trip to Ellen and just your whole story. So yeah. Yes. Um, oh, and I want to say a big thanks to our sponsor, Naked Winery. Um, you can stop by their tasting room in Hood River, Seaside, or Bend, Oregon, or you can find their wines online at nakedwinery.com. Um, So how long have you been a business owner? You know, what's your business and, you know, how did you get started? You know, all that good stuff, all that history. Sure. So um, I have a couple of businesses. My main one is I'm a mortgage loan officer. And then I also dabble in a little marketing as well. And they kind of go hand in hand. You know, I think Mm -hmm. you have to market in any business that you own, right? Definitely. Yeah. So I've been about four or five years now as a small business owner. Oh, awesome. Okay. And then when did the book came, come out? That was a few years ago as well, right? So that has been, I want to say right about two years when I first published. And I actually just finally launched the Audible version that you can, you know, purchase on Audible um, literally just a couple of weeks ago. So that was pretty exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. So how did you get into to your businesses? Like, have you always been in the, you know, the mortgage industry or did you do something before that or? Yeah, actually. So my whole game plan was I wanted to be a medical malpractice attorney, actually. So very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I went to school to, and I said, I kind of thought, well, you know what? I know this is what I want to do. So I need to get my foot in the door. So I actually applied at a bunch of law firms years ago, said, look, I don't care if I have to clean the toilets. I just need to get my foot in the door. So um, became a receptionist at a law firm. And what I worked toward was being certified as a legal secretary. I got my notary license. I um, got a an associate's degree in paralegal studies. I got a four-year degree in general studies emphasis on pre-law. And I was literally like ready to go to the next step, which was law school. Mm -hmm. And um, we had been married for five years and literally found out that we were pregnant with our first child. And I was supposed to be going to law school in August. And this was April. Oh, God. (laughs) That was kind of like a little bit of a divert, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so I thought, man, you know, I've been working full time for six years going to school full-time for six years. Like, how am I now going to go to law school and still work a job and now have a child? Like, I don't want someone else to raise my child. What the heck am I going to do? You know, I had no plan B whatsoever. So what's really cool is it all kind of stemmed from one conversation. My husband said, well, 
anytime anybody's going to buy anything, finance anything, they call you, you break out your calculator, you start <laughs> advising them. And he's like, we've bought a few houses already. You kind of know about that. Like, why don't you just go get paid for doing something in finance? And it was kind of like, oh, hmm, never thought of that one before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, exactly. And I um, can't even believe that I actually got an interview because what I did, and I wish to God I still had this letter so bad. I wish I had this letter. I wrote the most aggressive and cocky letter you could ever imagine to the um, president of a bank, basically saying that, hey, I've decided now I'm going to be a mortgage lender um, out of nowhere, and I'm going to be one of the best in the business. And if you don't hire me, you're pretty much going to regret it. So here's your one-time shot. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Like, um, it was crazy. I mean, my friends and family were like, you're like giving this to someone. I'm like, what do I have to lose? I mean, I'm literally having to change everything. No plan B, no time. And I got to figure this out. So um, he actually called and went on the interview. And then after the interview, he said, well, you kind of interviewed me and, you know, very interested in your drive. So let's, you know, give this a shot. And I blink and it's 15 years later. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I love that. Because, yeah, you're totally right. Like, you never, we're never going to know unless we try. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly. awesome. So I kind of fell into it unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Um, and yeah, just, you know, as business owners, like things change so quickly that um, I just love that. I love that story. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you work, you have your own business, you have children, husband. How do you balance work and life? So it is a daily struggle for sure. Mm-hmm. Um What I try to make sure of is I really believe that if I am not my best self, then I can't help the very large number of people that depend on me. So that kind of gives me the, I guess, reprieve on my own self. You know what I mean? To like, Mm -hmm. you know, you do need to go and get that massage if you want it. You do need to go to that yoga class because you've got to space out for that hour. You know, you do have to go and work out because you've got to relieve that stress and aggression, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I kind of try to make sure that I keep myself in balance so that the other things can fall in place, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, I know just in my experience, you know, because starting and running, it can be pretty tiring and stressing and um, just all the things. And a lot of times I've, in the beginning, I would put myself last and it's just, such it's not a good place to be at all you know and like you can totally see the difference when you we do start to like put ourselves first and take care of ourselves because there's no other way to we can't just like keep pouring if there's nothing there exactly I agree yeah totally I love that um yeah and I agree it's definitely a daily struggle (laughs) it's like something I have to remind myself every day and and not every day it actually happens (laughs) right right Yeah. yeah Um, so do you have any go-to apps or automation or anything in your business that you use that are helpful and helps you thrive? Um, let's see. So I really do like, uh, Google voice. Actually, it's very, very simple, but I was just kind of thinking today about how it's really helped in so many ways. So Google voice is basically a phone number that you can get and you can connect it to your personal cell phone. So you can keep business and personal separate, but use the same phone. Mm 
mm-hmm. instead of having to juggle two different phones. And the other thing I like too is that you can set it up to where you can also text through your email and then get alerts of missed calls through your email. So it's nice because you know sometimes you will overlook things on your phone and you don't want to miss a phone call. That could be someone you could help, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that is something I was even just thinking about today, man. It's really cool that I have this and it's been very helpful to my business. I would say Google Voice would be one thing. It's basically an app you put on your phone and then you can you know, integrate with your email address. Um, as far as anything else, I'm trying to think. I know there's I mean, not if this isn't not really automation, but I use this really cool planner that helps keep me kind of in line every single day. And I like it a lot. Um, I think she's changed the name of the branding, but it was Whitney English Planner. And every day it kind of gives you your day, your top three things you list, your to-do list, and then gives you a daily quote. So that's something I use every day that really I find helps me a lot as well. Um, and the part of the difficult part about my business is there's not a lot of automation. Mm-hmm. Like I am the automation, right? And I, I wish that that would be a little bit easier. and Maybe one day it will. Um, but when it, in what I do with helping people finance homes and make decisions on what term and what rate and all of those kind of things, short-term goals, long-term goals, there's not really a lot of automation I can use. And so that's kind of hard, you know, because that there's a lot of human interaction that has to go into those communications. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I mean, it's such a big purchase. It's such a big decision, you know, like having that relationship, I'm sure is, is just so important. Exactly. Awesome. It really I mean, is in what I'm doing. Yeah, I love the Google Voice. I have heard of that, but I've never used it. Um, but I like it. But that makes sense. It would be nice to keep things separate because I do like I have a business line. And you know, that's just there and then I have personal it would be nice to kind of like intertwine the two that but still keep them separate if that makes sense (laughs) yeah because I even saw today you know on the app I was just playing around with the settings and I've been having this for years right but playing with the settings you can actually set a calendar setting so that again remember you're holding your personal cell phone but a business call can ring through or a text can ring through you can actually set it around your business calendar so you could say okay uh, I'm only letting these calls ring through from eight to five in that example right and then everything else would go to voicemail that's really nice too I haven't used it but that seems like that'd be a really great tool for a business owner trying to find balance to where because you know if you hear it ring you're going to want to answer it right yeah totally (laughs) so that could be helpful as well. Yeah. And definitely like, and you know, what we all do as business owners too. I mean, we take after hours calls, we take after our, you know, emails and stuff and which is good and bad, but, um, so that would be a great right. setting to have. Awesome. Yeah, um, I think so. so what do you do to help your business grow? You know, like how do you get out of your comfort zone, um, to reach your goals? And do you have any examples of this? Um, probably so. So <laughs> I, I fail a lot every single day and I get so rejected every single day. I mean, I really, I, I really should probably pull because I try to track my numbers in great detail, but I could probably somewhere pull the number of phone calls that I have to make every day to even generate, you know, a couple of applications. It's, mm-hmm. it's insane. And so I'm constantly out of my comfort zone, you know, having to call somebody and see if they do want my help when they've got, 10 different people to choose from. So to, to grow and to stay out of my comfort zone, I'm always trying to find things to do, even if 
like my to-do list is done, if that makes sense. Then I have to go and like maybe call somebody who called me a few months ago and see if they ever did anything or maybe call a client from two years ago and just check in and see how they're doing. Mm -hmm. So those are things I'm constantly having to do to keep my business going and growing. And it's not super comfortable to be like, Oh, hey, Nicole, haven't talked to you in two years. How's it going? Can I do anything for you? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not an easy, super easy phone call. So always looking for, for ways to grow and, but try to, but I try to sift through because there's always a new shiny thing to try. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that would just make you crazy. So I try yeah. to sift through the new shiny things to try and then just say, okay, here are five potential new things I can do. Right. What's going to be the best that might have the best impact, but still not make me kind of run ragged, if that makes sense. So yeah. some of the little things I do that I think will make a difference are like, I'm still doing handwritten thank you notes on oh, every awesome. single transaction, you know, and that takes time, right? But that's mm-hmm. like one of the things I'm like, okay, I know I could be doing something else right now. I know I don't necessarily want to be handwriting a thank you note because I can send an email because we're programmed to that, right? Mm-hmm. But like getting out of your comfort zone, even as simple as that, like I'm not sending that email. I'm going to handwrite a freaking card and put a stamp on it, you know? Yeah, totally. I love that because I mean, and like you said, so many of us just send emails and I think it is so important to really keep that that connection, you know, and sending a handwritten email card is, you know, people don't do that anymore. So that's going to stand out. That's awesome. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. And I would be terrified to have to call people. Um, like I, if anybody calls me, like I don't answer and I just text, like, um, I'm just scared of the phone for some reason, which is ironic that I have a podcast and I talk to people because (laughs) so not what I do, but, um, that's awesome. Um, and then I don't know if this would fit into this section, but I, uh, like I, you know, all the marketing and the things that you did to go to Ellen, was that kind of getting out of your comfort zone? And can you share a little bit about all that? Yes, it was definitely getting out of my comfort zone. Listen, I mean, I don't even know how to tell you to to Google my video. I have spent probably two years of consistently and persistently trying to go to that show. So that's applying through her website when the dates become available. I've sent letters. I've sent copies of my book. I've sent gifts from New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Then I literally have even made, and I I can't say that one thing worked or or all of it worked or whatever. It wasn't like, okay, this is the one thing that worked. But Mm -hmm. I literally have a video on Facebook that I'm like, Ellen, I need your attention. What do I have to do? And I'm literally then standing on my head, Ellen, I'm standing on my head. Now I'm doing cartwheels. And then I start like singing, which I am not a singer and dancer, by the way, <laughs> singing that song. I, I can't even think of who sings it, but it's like, call me, you know, or whatever. And so I even did that. Then I bought a box that I could put the video in. So when she opened the box, my freaking video started playing. Oh my God. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So like I did so many different things to try to to get there, to have that really cool experience. And oh my God, I cannot even say enough about how phenomenal, like bucket list checked, like so glad I did it, like such a wonderful experience. And and actually long story short, because there's a lot in between, but um, last night, the one that played, which is her greatest giveaway of all giveaways, mm-hmm. I attended that. 
but that wasn't the first time I got to go. I actually got invited back after the first time. Oh, you can wow. even believe that. Like, what the heck? Mind blown. How does this happen? Are you kidding me right now? Like, super, super awesome. Yeah, all your hard work paid off. And, like, sticking with it two years, that's amazing. Yes, definitely persistence. Yeah. So, I can't wait. So, you said it came out? So, I'm going to have to – I want to – Google it and watch yeah, it. Yeah, so it was okay. last night. So she has, um, it was a three-night primetime event, okay. Ellen's greatest giveaway of all giveaways, and I'm on the third night, which was last night, and it's a one-hour um, section. And the other thing that's really cool is that they probably showed us 30 times. Oh, wow. Like where our seats were and everything were mm -hmm. so phenomenal, like you just constantly would see us, which was really neat. Yeah, that's so cool. Did you get to meet her or anything? I did not get to meet her, okay. but I did see her from like, I mean, so close, like probably like two person lengths away, like oh, wow. super, super close, got to see her while she was, you know, hugging a guest mm -hmm. and um, just like so beautiful. I mean, I just can't say enough about how the TV does not do this woman justice. I mean, she was like, I was taken back. I was like, oh my God, she's gorgeous. Not that I didn't think that she was, uh -huh. you know what I mean? But she yeah. just looks like real, not a lot of work done, mm -hmm. you know, appeared that way and just natural beauty. And I was like, man, the TV does not do her justice. Yeah. Oh, she seems like such a cool person. Like just so neat. I know. Right. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so glad you got to go. Um, so do you have any advice for business owners on how they can break out of their comfort zones? I would probably say you don't know unless you try. Mm -hmm. I would say that all of the studies I've done of different successful business owners, you know, they try and they fail and they try and they fail. I have definitely failed. Oh my God. Freaking <laughs> so many mistakes. It's ridiculous. Right. So you have to try because you don't know if you don't try. Mm -hmm. um, there's no time like now. Right. There's always an excuse. There's always a reason to push it. Like, just get started. Just try it. Just expect to fail and just learn from those failures and keep going. And honestly, if you want to be comfortable, that sounds really, really boring. Right. Like you just totally. have to do something that gets you out of your comfort zone. So I try to do that on like a, a daily basis, a weekly basis. I mean, when my family goes on vacation, we each have to do something that we are uncomfortable with and don't want to. Mm -hmm. And even all the way down to really, really stupid things, such as <laughs> I am a germaphobe and <laughs> I am very OCD and I went to dirt cheap for the first time, which <laughs> the problem with that for me is that there's so much stuff in there that it stresses me out and it's mm -hmm. not organized, right? So I'm in there. I'm, I mean, this is how how it can be so dumb to get out of your comfort zone, but like you just have to do anything from like, as no matter how silly or dumb it is, mm -hmm. all the way to like taking huge gigantic risks. So we're in there, and I'm like, I'm with my daughter, I'm with some of my friends, and I'm like, and one of my friends since like, we've been friends since we were 11, and I was like, oh my god, I just I can't even take it. The anxiety. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna faint. I'm being joking, right? I'm like, I'm gonna faint, and they're like. Oh yeah, whatever. Let me see you um, lay on the floor, fainted at dirt cheap. I'm like, oh, okay. And I literally just fall out and lay on the floor at dirt cheap. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> just to prove a point and be dumb and be uncomfortable for a second. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so just whatever it is, just, just live, you know? 
Yeah, totally. I, I love it. I love all that. I think we can get so paralyzed by our fear or we can get knocked down by failing and just kind of give up. So I love what you said, just to keep going. I mean, that's all we can do. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Speaking of dirt, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so <laughs> easy to get in that rut too, you know? Yeah. Um, my mother-in-law loves dirt cheap. She like drives out to Picayune all the time. So like, <laughs> My, she just actually oh sent us, I, thank God she doesn't listen to this podcast, but um, she sent my kids a box <laughs> of Christmas stuff yesterday and it was really cute, yeah. super sweet. And um, my son's pajamas, they're like Christmas pajamas. And you could just tell, I'm, I'm like 99% sure they were from like dirt cheap because they had like almost like rust marks on like the crease. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, oh yeah. man, Miss Joan, come on. Like, please check them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's just funny. Like no, I have I never been, but. Well, I did get a shirt that I couldn't pass up. It was a red sweater and it said, sorry, Santa, I promise I tried. And I was like, that's for me. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, okay. Uh, we're down to your last five questions. So like your five favorites. Um, what's your favorite book, your favorite drink, um, thing to do to relax, favorite thing to watch and place to go? Hmm. Okay. So the favorite book is very difficult because I have so many that I like. I actually just sat down and put together like my top 24 favorite books. Um, and I'm kind of posting those out through social media with little blurbs on them and things oh, like awesome. that. Um, yeah. So I just, I just did that, but it's really, really tough, you know, to, to figure out what your favorite book is. Mm-hmm. I would probably say maybe A Course in Miracles, which is kind of like a, a self um, study spiritual journey kind of thing. And what I, the way that I got turned on to that is a lot of the people that I look up to, such as let's say Oprah Mm -hmm. or let's say 100% Wayne Dyer for sure. Mm -hmm. um, Or let's say like Gabby Bernstein. And there's, there's a bunch of other ones too, like people that I look up to that I, I, I'm constantly learning things from. And I, and I always heard them talk about A Course in Miracles. And I'm like, what are they talking about? And so literally about a year ago, I, I kind of just started like, what are they talking about? And I looked it up and it, it, I mean, it took like 30 hours to go through this book, honestly. Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot, but, um, but now I'm like, oh, now I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And so it's even cooler now to hear when they say, Oh, you know, I learned this or that in a course in miracles. And it's like, Oh, well that's neat. Cause I don't remember that. Or I learned something different or whatever. And it just kind of gives me a connection. So I would say long story short, favorite book would be a course in miracles. That's awesome. I've never even heard of that, but I'm really interested. I'm going to look at it. That sounds so great. You should definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. It's very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Okay. And then I would say my favorite drink, well, of course, that would have to be a grapefruit martini because there's no thinking about that. Like that is just, yes, yes, please. (laughs) Grapefruit martini with fresh grapefruit juice. That would be my number one. Yum. That sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then I would say my thing to relax would be um, yoga and meditation. Mm. That's very relaxing. I like to detox and and just kind of have things be quiet sometimes. Like, you know, when you have a family and you're busy at work all day and you go home and somebody's got a TV on and somebody's watching something. And so, I mean, even just like last weekend, everybody was doing their own thing out of town. I ended up being home alone the entire weekend. 
Um, and it wasn't even until like Monday night when my husband came home and he turned on the TV. I'm like, I haven't even, I never even turned the TV on Friday, Saturday or Sunday whatsoever. Never thought about it. Never had the desire. Just did my thing and my peacefulness, you know? So I would say that that's relaxing. Yeah. It's nice to check out like that and not just have things on in the background, you know, cause just, I don't, my brain is constantly going. So it's really nice to just stop, you know, and just like not have anything going. <laughs> I agree 100%. Absolutely. And then I would say for my watch, um, hmm. Really, if I watch TV, I do like movies just because I do get super like involved in them and it shuts my brain off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't even get to watch movies that much, as much as I'd like to probably. Um, so when I'm just like kind of watching just regular TV, I really love documentaries, things on forensic science or um, neurology or um, any type of surgeries or anything like that, like anything to do with biology, the human body. I love all of that stuff. I love watching and learning about those things. Oh, that's awesome. I see. I, yeah. I have such a weak stomach. I can't even look at things like that on TV. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> and I look at it from like the miracle that it is. You know yeah, what I mean? So like, if you look at something really gory and nasty and whatever, but I'm like, oh my God, like, look at that part, like how it works and how it's functioning and then how somebody can work on it or fix it or how it can self-repair or like just the the human body is just freaking miraculous. If people just stop for a second to think about it, it is just, it's mind blowing. So it's super cool to me. It really is. I remember, so when I was pregnant with my daughter, I read this book, it was Childbirth Without Fear, just because, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen. And it broke down every single thing that our body does, you know, to create the baby and then to also get the baby out. And it was just like, oh my God, like, it's amazing. Like, it's amazing that our bodies know how to do that just instinctively. Crazy miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yes. Phenomenal. Absolutely. And then I would say for place to go, um, I really, I don't know. Like, I love to travel. I want to go everywhere once, even though I might not want to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely love to go to the spa. But mostly I would say I probably a place to go would be anywhere with my friends. Like, I have a phenomenal group of friends and we just have the best time. And so pretty much if I can go anywhere and, and be with my friends, that, that makes me happy. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Um, so where can everybody find you? Um, like what's your website and social media and this will all go in the podcast notes and all that. Okay, cool. Um, so my website is weeksteam.com. Okay. And my Instagram is underscore the real Stephanie Weeks. Okay. And then I have the Weeks team Facebook as well. And I have my personal Facebook just under Stephanie Weeks. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. Um, Thank you so much. I know you're so busy. And so I just appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. Thank you for having me and thank you for doing this podcast to where you're, you know, helping everybody kind of reach people they might not otherwise reach. And it's so nice to hear different people's perspectives, you know, and kind of like a laid back setting, right? So, I mean, a podcast is still, 
you know, a type of speaking and things like that. Right. But it's not, it's not like when you're public speaking, you're not talking. I feel like with a podcast, you're not talking at people, you're talking to people and you're Mm -hmm. listening to people. So I really enjoy um, listening to podcasts and I really thank you for doing this and putting this together and, you know, bringing this and making it available to to people. Otherwise, you know, how else would you get it there? You know, if you weren't podcasting. So thank you for starting this and doing this. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, that means a lot just because, you know, like we, we start things as entrepreneurs and just, I don't know, just as people. And I just, sometimes you just wonder like, should I keep going or is this doing anything? Is it reaching people? Is it doing what it's supposed to? So I appreciate that because that just makes me want to do it more, which I love it anyway. Just want to make sure like people are wanting to hear it. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for doing it. Yeah. And keep going. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Well, yeah. And thanks for listening, everyone. And have a great weekend.